Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. presents the Screen Guild Players. The Screen Guild play tonight, Birth of the Blues. The starring players, this is Bing Crosby. This is Jenny Sims. And this is Johnny Mercer. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in a radio presentation of Buddy De Silva's famous Paramount picture, Birth of the Blues. It stars Bing Crosby as Jeff Lambert, Jenny Sims as Betty Lou Cobb, and Johnny Mercer as Memphis. <laughs> story is dedicated to the musical pioneers of Memphis and New Orleans, who favored the hot over the sweet. Those early jazz men who took American music out of the rut and put it in the groove. Jeff Lambert, who was one of those pioneers, tells our story. You hear that tune? It was a favorite with the colored folks down along the New Orleans levees when I was a kid about 10 or 11. I used to take my clarinet and sneak out of the house to join them. My dad would follow me and drag me home because... Jazz wasn't respectable in those days. In fact, it wasn't respectable until a good many years later. It was a long, tough struggle to get it accepted, and a good hunk of the struggle was finding musicians. I tried to organize a band that played Dixieland style, but we couldn't get a hot cornet player until Memphis hit town and landed in jail. When I heard about him, I rounded up the rest of the band. We went down to the local pokey. Hey! Anybody in that jail from Memphis? What part of Memphis? Oh, I'm, I'm looking for a man. He just got in this morning from Memphis. He plays low-down cornet. Oh, that's it, brother. Oh, boy, Jeff, that's the man. Hey there, Memphis. Stick your head through the bars. Let's get a look at you. What man wants Memphis? Say, was that you blowing on that hot cornet? Cornet don't blow itself. That's what it don't. How'd you like to join a band that plays Dixieland style? What you talking about, brother? I made it up. You made it up, huh? Well, let's hear a little of that. You asked for it. Get aboard if you can. Okay, we're going to take some and leave some. Thank you. 
They got a fiddler there who always slickens his hair. Folks, he sure do pull some bow. And when a big bassoon seconds to the trombone's through, it moans just like a sinner on revival day. I'm counting two, three, four, and four makes eight, ain't no more. That kind of news produces blues. While you stay in jail, we'll rustle round and raise your bail. Ain't fixing to And if we get that coin, you'll polish up your horn and join those Memphis blues. What the judge give you, boy? Twenty days or twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Well, we'll see what we can do. Well, sir, raising that twenty dollars to spring Memphis from the cold and lonely was real trouble. It was really a contretemps, which is French for ain't that a mess. Then Betty Lou Cobb arrived in New Orleans looking for a job and she rode into our lives. In a broken-down hack and a lace-trimmed dress. Very décolleté. That's French, too. It means, uh... <laughs> anyway, after a lot of street-corner chit-chat, I promoted Betty Lou out of her last ten bucks, told her goodbye, and I thought we were through with her. Then, after buying Memphis out of jail, I took him to my place to stay. We did a little dilly-dallying along the way, and when we got home, we found a surprise waiting for us on the stairs. Say... This has been quite a joint. Well, if you don't see what you want, just ask for it. I see it. And, mister, I want it. Hello. Hey, Betty Lou, what's this? What are you doing here? Oh, I'm awfully sorry, but I had no other place to go. Oh, that's too bad. I have to go back to Alexandria. Oh, well, uh, there's no hurry, is there? There certainly is. Well, I can't very well go without any money, can I? Well, you can't stay here. Well, if you return my ten dollars, I'll leave. I haven't got it. I had to get my friend out of jail. All right. Then you'll just have to keep me here until you can raise the money. Dames. There's nothing like a dame for getting a guy in trouble. Well, there's nothing like a dame for getting a guy in trouble. There's nothing like a dame for sticking with a guy through the trouble he wouldn't have had if she hadn't gotten him into it either. Or for getting him out of trouble, for that matter. Memphis and I tried every possible way to get the band a job, but nothing happened. I was getting ready to give Dixieland music back to the colored folks when Betty Lou went to a new cafe that was about to open, the Black Tie Cafe, and she gave an audition as a singer. to feel your cheeks so rosy 
like to make you comfy, cozy. Cause I love from head to toesy. Love in my cuddle up a little closer, baby. Love in my. What'd you say your name was, kiddo? Betty Lou Cobb. Well, Betty, you got yourself a job. Oh, Mr. Blackie, I don't know how to thank you. Then don't try. We open tomorrow night. Better get a new dress, something flashy. Charge it to me. Anything else you need? Well, sir, there's a band that goes with me. But uh, we got a band. I know, but this band wouldn't cost you a thing. Not for the first night, anyway. And they'd do it just as a favor for me. You know, I'd like to make the best impression I can... Uh, you mean you'd be afraid to try the opening night without him? <laughs> I guess that's it, all right. Well, okay. What have I got to lose? See you Saturday night. Oh, boy, look at that mob. What an opening night. You ready, Betty Lou? Guys? Ready? ready. Well, then let's kick off. A one, a two, a one, a two. Wait till the sun shines, Nellie When the clouds go drifting by We will be so happy, Nellie Don't let me hear you sighing I can't stand to see you crying down Down lover's lane we'll wander Sweetheart, you and I if you will wait, I'll wait at the garden gate. The sun now, shines, Nellie. Bye, bye, bye and bye. Wait till the sun shines, Nellie. When the clouds go We will be so happy, Nellie. Don't let me hear you make a sound. Don't let me hear you make a sound. Way down in Lover's Lane, we'll wander. Sweetheart, you and I. We'll be so happy together, but it all depends on the weatherman. Nellie! Oh, Nellie! <laughs> Don't you sit there and sigh. If you will wait till the sun shines, Nellie. In the sweet. In the sweet. In the sweet. Just be discreet and wait till the sweet by and And so ends Act One of Birth of the Blues, starring Ginny Sims, Johnny Mercer, and Bing Crosby. Before we hear Act Two, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. 
Do you like roses? A rose garden is one of my dearest possessions. And there's nothing I like better than to go out in the morning and see which of the tiny, tight-closed buds has opened and revealed its fresh young beauty. And looking at these pale young buds, I often think, who would dream there's so much color and beauty hidden inside? And sometimes when I look at a woman's lifeless skin, covered with a mask of unbecoming powder, I think that very same thing. I think, who would dream that that skin of hers could look fresh, vivid, and alive just by a change in face powder? How I wish you could read some of the letters sent to me by women who've changed to Lady Esther face powder and discovered a look of sudden new beauty smiling back at them from their mirror. So many of these women say that my powder gives a lovely, translucent look to the skin and makes it seem much younger. They say that the shades of Lady Esther face powder are truly different, almost magically different from any powder they've ever used. Well, my powder is different from any other, unusually flattering, because my new and exclusive method of making face powder is different from any other method in the world. You see, Lady Esther face powder isn't just mixed, and it isn't just sifted. My exclusive twin hurricane process, so new and unusual that the government has granted a patent on it, blows color and powder particles together. Yes, blows them with the whirling speed of twin hurricanes into a finer texture and shade so true and clear that they give your skin an appearance of new beauty. So why don't you try Lady Esther face powder and find for yourself the richer, more vibrant shade that will bring out the youthful, exciting tones of your summer skin. See with your own eyes what wonderful things Lady Esther face powder does for your appearance. on the second act of The Birth of the Blues, starring Bing Crosby as Jeff Lambert, Jenny Sims as Betty Lou Cobb, Johnny Mercer as Memphis, and David Shelley as Blackie. Jeff continues his story. Well, after the opening night at the Black Tie Cafe, our Dixieland band had a steady job, thanks to Betty Lou. That was just the beginning of our battle. New Orleans had finally accepted our music, but we wanted the whole country to know it and accept it. Finally, we made some records, and we sent them to Chicago, hoping to land a job in the Windy City, where we could really do some high-powered missionary work for blue music. One of the records went something like this. Yonder in New Orleans, in the land of dreamy scenes, there's a garden of Eden. See what I mean? Creole babies with flashing eyes softly murmur with tender sighs. Stop! Won't you give your lady fair little smile? Who'll oh, stop? Bet your life you linger there a little while. There is heaven right here on earth with those beautiful queens down yonder in New Orleans. 
shipped them up to Chicago and we're waiting for a telegram asking us to come on, we hoped. Memphis and I had a fight. It came about when I accidentally overheard him talking with Betty Lou. Sugar? Yes, Memphis. Can you spare a minute? Of course. What is it? Well, I had a speech all rehearsed about music and moonlight and me. Well, what happened to it? Oh, it's gone with the wind, Sugar. No room in my mind for anything but you. I don't know why you should marry me, but I... Oh, Memphis... You're so sweet, but I, I don't... I, I know. You don't love me. Is it Jeff? Oh, don't be ridiculous. He only thinks of me as part of the band. He's never even looked at me twice. Yeah? Well, I wonder if he ever gives a thought to where he'd be if it wasn't for you. Why, you know, even that first night at Blackie's, they didn't like Jeff's hot music. They liked you. The only reason they bought the band was because you were selling it. Oh, I heard that. What kind of a dog are you trying to make trouble between Betty Lou and me? Well, it's the truth, ain't it? Yeah, I don't like you saying it. Well, why don't you do something about it? Think I will. Jeff, Memphis! Oh, please stop, Jeff. Jeff, you hit him in the lip. What? In the lip? Oh, we're cooked. Memphis, I didn't mean it on a level. Why did I have to hit you in the lip? I wish I could have broke your nose or something. Huh? I'll get some ice. We'll get the swelling down right away. Go away, Jeff. You've caused enough trouble already. I'm telling you about dames and trouble. Of course, most of it was due to our being on edge about that Chicago job. But there were what the lawyers called contributing factors. In the first place, I was beginning to get a little dreamy-eyed whenever I looked at Betty Lou. And in the second place, we were having a little trouble with the guy who owned the Black Tie Cafe. Now, listen, Bob. I don't care what they offered your band at the Lafayette Cafe. You're staying here. What if we don't want to stay? You understand this, Jeff, and understand it good. You're working for me at my salary till I tell you to quit. Yeah? Well, you come over to the Lafayette Cafe next week. You can listen to us. I will, if you're there. I'll be there, all right. Well, if you are, the Lafayette Cafe won't be there after the first night. This is a bigger opening we had at the Blackies. Yeah, it? we're just starting to climb. Well, before we fall on our faces taking bows, how about dishing up a little entertainment for the cash customers? Right. Little piano there, Professor. The people in the ballroom were stuffy and arty. I began to get just a little bit afraid. Sneaked into the kitchen and found me a party. The waiter and the porter and the second story maid. I peeked into the parlor to see what was hatching in time to hear the hostess suggest a charade. But who was in the pantry a laughing and scratching? Old waiter and the porter and the upstairs maid. 
When they heard the music that the orchestra played Tell me. The waiter and the porter grabbed a hold of the maid Then they all proceeded to go into a club Peribidi-boom, hot diggity-dog If ever I'm invited to some fuddy duddies, I ain't gonna watch any Harlequin names. You find him in the kitchen, applauding his buddies, the waiter and the porter and the upstairs maid. I went and got a dishpan to use as a symbol. The porter found a regular glass that he played. The fingers of the waiter were each in the thimble. You should have heard the music that the combination played. <laughs> Stop for a short intermission When anybody rang for a pink lemonade As soon as it was one We were back in position The waiter and the porter And the upstairs maid <laughs> Marching through the kitchen To the party and back Well, man, you should have seen us We were balling the jack Once a half an hour passed without any calls Jack, we had a ball The Waltons and the Zergas, we hate them as Bernard We got a lot of rhythms, we want to hear plays And we know who to go to when we want to learn them The waiter and the porter and the upstairs That move from Blackie's to the Lafayette Cafe was the real beginning of the public's acceptance of the blues. Blackie kept his word, all right. He really broke up the Lafayette, ruined it good on our opening night, but he got there too late to stop the blues. The wire we'd been chewing our nails over came from Chicago, and our Dixieland band began spreading the glad tidings around the country. You come along with me. Where's the destination on your tickets? We're fixing to go down that Mississippi. It's the finest kind of a river. That's where the Delta yes. is. We take a boat mm-hmm. to the land of dreams. Dreaming out now. Steam down that river down to me. Is there a band there to meet us? Professor Willard Higginbotham and his sad six are fixing to greet us. Old friends gonna greet us? Everybody you ever been arrested with is wanting to be there. That's where all the light, dark folks meet. Well, make me know it. Have an honor. They call it Basin Street. Oh, Basin Street is the street where all the dark and light folks meet. Down in New Orleans, the land of dreams. You never know how nice it seems or just how much it really means. Glad to be. Where welcome free, dear, to me, where I can lose my face is free.
your blues is Shine, start with your shoes in Shine each place up, make it look like new Shine your face up, wear a smile or two And shine your V's and those is That's the way to make the whole world smile Folks will shine up to you Everybody gonna hide it to you You make the whole world shine They heard the breeze In the trees Singing with melodies And they made that The start of the blues And from a jail came the wail Of some downhearted frail And then they played that As part of the blues From the whippoorwill Out on a hill They took a new note Pushed it through a hole Reminds me, Betty Lou and I got married. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, Bing Crosby, Johnny Mercer, and Jenny Sims for appearing with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players tonight and bringing us the story of the birth of the blues. Well, it was our pleasure to appear with the Screen Guild players, Mr. Bradley, and my personal fun to sing with Bing and Johnny. We know that the benefits from these programs go to support the Motion Picture Relief Fund's country house and clinic. And we know, too, how important this charity is to our industry. And now, before we hear about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Sims. Ladies... If you were to wake up tomorrow morning and look in your mirror and discover that you suddenly looked a lot younger and lovelier, a lot more interesting, you'd be delighted, wouldn't you? Well, many a woman has had exactly that experience, so why shouldn't you? Just change to Lady Esther face powder, look in your mirror, and very likely you'll see that you suddenly look a lot younger and lovelier, a lot more interesting. You see, Lady Esther face powder is made by a method so unique, the government has granted a patent on it. It's made by my twin hurricane method, which blows the color and powder together instead of just mixing them. That's why the texture of Lady Esther face powder is so smooth and even. That's why the shades are so deep and rich, so flattering to your skin. Why, the first time you try my powder, you'll see how it perks up your skin, gives it the appearance of new life and freshness. And then you'll know why more lovely women 
Now use Lady Esther face powder than any other kind. Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present an outstanding adventure story, The Maltese Falcon. It will star Peter Lorre, Sidney Greenstreet, Mary Astor, and Humphrey Bogart. Be sure to listen. Bing Crosby is currently being seen in the Paramount picture, Dixie. Jenny Sims is currently working in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production, Broadway Rhythm. Johnny Mercer... ...and can be heard on his own show... Johnny Mercer's Music Shop. All music on tonight's program was conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To help your government save tin, buy the larger size of Lady Esther face cream. And at the same time, you will save yourself money to invest in war bonds and stamps. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.